Hello and welcome to another episode of Dream a Little. This podcast is here to help you communicate and implement kinky things into your relationship in a healthy and balanced way. I'm your host, Lo, and I'm so excited you decided to join me today. If you're listening to this episode on the day to publish, it is New Year's Day, so happy New Year's. I personally love New Year's and not just because of the sparkly dresses and the countdown and the fun parties, but because I love the feeling of a blank slate. In fact, I love the feeling of a fresh start so much that I set resolutions or goals every three months and there's a reminder on my phone that goes off so I sit down every three months and review my progress towards reaching certain goals. And I think that resolutions or New Year's resolutions are pretty much the first step to goal setting. Most people, including myself, don't follow through with their resolutions, or at least I didn't used to. And why is that? It's because they're not specific enough. Have you ever made your resolution to be like more healthy? And then, you know, you'll, you go to the gym for a week straight and then you stop going and then you have to cancel your membership. And then, you know, the next year rolls around and you just feel terrible about yourself and you think back and, you know, you realize that you didn't stick with anything. and that process made me feel like I had no self-control. So I used to dread New Year's and resolutions because it was just a reminder of like how I couldn't stick to any of my goals. But something magical happened a few years back. I took my New Year's resolution game to the next level and I did this by adding a little bit of specificity and measure to them and it kind of changed the game. Uh, In the example I mentioned earlier of my resolution being to be more healthy, I changed that goal and I added some specificity and some measure and I said, you know, my goal is to work out three days a week or, you know, my goal is to reduce my fast food intake to one night a week. Anyway, I hope that helps you stick and set some of your goals this year and I want to hear about them. So send me a tweet at daddy I want this and please let me know what are some of your big specific and measurable goals this year. If you find yourself in this situation where, you know, it's a new year and you still haven't told your partner about your kinks, don't worry. I completely understand how difficult it can be to open up because you're scared. It's very scary to open up because you're not only scared of getting rejected by someone you care about, but you're also scared of being misunderstood for being like a pedophile or something. And worst of all, you fear getting exposed to other people and that you know, like your friends and your family. It's something I think we've all had nightmares about, and the reality is that it's totally possible for anyone we confide in about our kinks to turn around and tell another person. And that's why we are talking about how to get past a fear of being exposed or being caught. So whether you're exposed by someone you trusted, or maybe you have a blog and you fear that someone's going to stumble upon it and you're going to get caught, this is the right episode for you. And as always, don't forget to stay tuned to the very end because I do have a special gift for you. One last thing before we dive in, I just wanted to give a shout out to my Patreon family for your continuous support of the creation of this show. I love you guys so much. All right, let's dive in. My first tip, prevention is of course the best medicine duh we all want to prevent this and it seems obvious i know but it's important to know what to do in order to prevent being exposed and there are a few different kinds of exposure we're going to be talking about preventing today the first one is how to prevent 
being exposed on the internet or through a blog. The second one is how to prevent being exposed through someone that you confide in. And the third type of exposure we're going to prevent is being exposed by your roommates. So how to prevent being exposed through a blog. First of all, guys, do not show your face on photos or videos online. I know, I know, some of you are going to disagree with me on this, and hear me out. If you're a sex worker and you're getting paid for the content you post, I get it. That's entirely different because this is your business and you're getting paid for that, and that's your life. But if you're just posting for the fun of it, I just think the risk of involving your face is just not worth the reward because you make yourself so vulnerable to exposure by just putting it out there like that. It's like you're asking to be exposed. And that's not just to be exposed to being blackmailed by a stranger, but also potentially being exposed on a global level, which could affect your career depending on where you work. So I see it all the time on social media sites like Instagram and Tumblr. People, you know, start posting pictures of their face and someone you know find, they know finds their blog and then suddenly the blog's taken down and then they come back months later and, you know, they go through this process of like feeling very ashamed and it just kind of like reiterates the fact that they're feeling shameful. You've got to be careful because there are even YouTube channels that are pretty popular who make like these videos that make fun of different kinks like ours and they have no uh, shame including certain content that they find on Tumblr or Instagram or any of those and some of those videos actually have like hundreds of thousands of views or millions of views and you just never know where your content might end up. I mean you could even be featured on like Tosh.0 if that show is even still on. I don't know. But could you see it? Like that's, no, that's terrifying. So the second way to prevent being exposed through a blog is to be very, very careful about the information you give on certain sites and always make a separate email for your blog. For that, my email is you know, diwtblog at gmail.com. And even on that email, you have to pick a nickname and stick with that. Don't even put your real name on your email. Only give out your actual information to people you've been talking to for a long time and you can generally trust, not giving it out to people that you just met. And I've even had some probably totally innocent just nice people reach out to me and ask me, hey, I love your podcast. Like, can I send you like a gift or something like that? And I have to say no because that would require me to send them my home address. And that's just, you just never know who's on the other side. And I mean, chances are they probably are having good intentions, but there's just a few bad seeds that make me cautious and I would recommend the same thing for you. And my final tip to help you keep you from getting exposed online is to really think about what you post before you put it out on the internet. It sounds obvious, but I mention this because I've been guilty of this too. You know, when I first created my blog, I didn't really think I'd create a podcast or anything like that. It was just for fun. And, you know, one day I decided to start posting pics 
and you know I was having fun with it but I realized at some point I wasn't really proud of some of the stuff I was posting I was kind of just doing it for the likes and I think we've all been there at some point so what I did was I went back and I deleted any of the content that I wasn't comfortable being out there so something you can do to avoid this is by setting some boundaries for yourself otherwise it can get a little bit out of hand so some boundaries to consider are you know how much are you willing to show skin wise Uh, do you have any unique pieces of furniture that could be easily identified in a photo that you want to exclude from any pictures you post online or you know what is the intention in sharing this is it to um, help someone or is it just doing it for the likes and most importantly you know if someone were to stumble upon your blog that you know friend or family by chance would you be okay with this specific picture being on there And as long as you can answer yes to that question and this isn't going to cause you any anxiety, I do encourage you to have a blog and post original content because the community could really use some more people shedding this kink in a positive, cute, and healthy light. So just make sure you ask yourself those questions before so you don't post anything that you really regret having on the internet because once you put it up there, it's kind of just there for anyone to see. It's kind of scary. Next, we're going to be talking about how to prevent being exposed by someone that you know. And I feel like I've said this a hundred times, but I'm going to keep saying it because it's true. Not everyone deserves to hear your story. So make sure whoever you open up to has earned the right to hear it first. And this can be hard to gauge and sort of, you know, short of hooking your friend up to a lie detector. It's nearly impossible to know if they are for sure going to keep your secret. So... Since we don't have lie detectors, instead of a lie detector, I think the next best method to use is time. And what I mean by that is don't open up to anyone you just met. In order to find out if you can really trust someone, that takes time. Uh, That's why, you know, when you're little, your family or whoever's raising you tells you not to trust strangers or never talk to strangers because people you don't know can be a danger and information can be really powerful. So how long until you know it's been long enough and you can trust someone? It really depends. It depends on, you know, how often you're hanging out, how close you are, what they've opened up to you about. Um, If you've been friends or you've been dating this person and spending time with them consistently for, you know, at least a few months, you should have a pretty good idea at that point. But even then, it's still no guarantee. A dead giveaway that you cannot trust someone is if you've ever heard someone say this. Okay, so so so-and-so told me not to tell anyone, but I'll just tell you because I trust you. Um, no, do not open up to this type of person. However, if, you know, they've mentioned someone told them a secret and you try to get them to open up, maybe you're just like prying them just to see and they refuse to tell you, that's a great sign that they've got great character and they can keep a secret. Look, we all know someone in our life who is a huge gossip, you know, the type always talking about other people, rarely having something nice to say about them. Um, If this person has this trait, it's probably best to avoid telling them anything that you don't want out there because it's almost guaranteed that they will mention it. So just be very careful. Next up, how to prevent being exposed by roommates catching you. I've only had a close call with this one or two times. And I remember it so vividly because I was 
terrified. This was way back when I first started dating my boyfriend and we were having lunch at his apartment and he had come home from work to join me. And, you know, he handed me just like my blanket and my stuffed animal and we were out in the living room having lunch and his roommate came home unexpectedly that day. Luckily, the way the apartment was set up, I could hear him coming up the stairs. So I had just enough time to shove the stuff under the couch. But I must have turned like 50 shades of red. And I decided at that moment that I had to be more careful with this stuff. And that started with knowing my roommate's schedules, of course, and always giving myself some buffer time and also mainly sticking to my room. And one thing that I did was I invested in some blocks for my bedroom door and also for my stash. And in our last apartment, it was really cool because we had this extra closet. So I used it as my little room and I installed a lock on there and that's where I kept my things every day. If you check on Amazon, they have a ton of different types of locks that you can buy in all shapes and sizes and stuff like that. So, um, you know, you might be surprised what exactly you can lock. We don't have that extra closet anymore in our new place, unfortunately. So I had to improvise at this new apartment and I put a lock on the cabinet underneath my bathroom sink. So again, you might be surprised at all the things you can add locks to. It's worth a shot to check it out. Amazon's great, although... Um, you know, it's a great place to buy locks. I would completely avoid buying any kind of kink stuff off of there because I've not only heard a ton of horror stories, I even had a close call myself. I had ordered a box of like kink stuff, you know, a couple years back through Amazon and it arrived on my doorstep in a super obvious package. And I have a roommate, but luckily I had beat them home that day. But if I would have been, you know, 30 minutes later, I would have definitely been exposed. When it comes to like AB products, I definitely recommend buying from some of the bigger, more popular brands like um, ABU, Tykables, onesies down under, those type of things. If you see a lot of people using their products, that's usually a good sign that their packaging is discreet and they care about that. When in doubt, you can always check people's websites first. And if they don't have a frequently asked questions section or discretion promise, you can always, you know, be safe and um, send them an email to just ask them and confirm. It's important to have a system in place to make sure that you don't have to experience being caught. But sometimes you just get unlucky and it, it happens. So what do you do and how do you handle this? This first tip I have was kind of inspired by the movie Changeling. I watched it easily. Uh, recently it's uh with angelina jolie and if you've seen it before then you know during the movie angelina jolie is admitted to a mental hospital even though she's really not crazy um but when she's admitted she starts freaking out crying screaming and like just she seems crazy because of the way that she's reacting so my point is this if you get caught don't pull an angelina don't freak out or deny Don't try to run from the truth. Just stay calm and admit to it and own it. Own it, guys. It's not like they found a bunch of murdered people under your sink. It's just some kink stuff. So rather than making it sound like it's something you're ashamed of, just tell them it's it's a little kink that you have. You know, when you're in elementary school and a bully comes around, the best thing that you can do is kind of laugh with them or agree with them rather than resisting because resisting is what they want and it can cause complications for you being bullied. I mean, we're all human. 
Most of us have some kind of sexual fetish or inclination, and we don't have any choice in what we like, and it just happens. It just the way it is. So what? You're not hurting anyone, so please don't feel the need to over-explain yourself. Sometimes overreacting can make the situation a lot worse than it is. And, you know, if someone is just giving you a hard time and demanding explanations from you, just tell them it doesn't define you and leave it at that. You know, a lot of people exhaust themselves by working so hard to try to convince other people that it's normal or healthy. But the truth is, some people are just not understanding and they're very vanilla. And no amount of convincing is going to change their minds. So save yourself the energy and just tell them it's not anything they need to be concerned about. And if they're like, you're crazy, you need to seek professional help, just hear them out and be like, oh, okay, maybe I will go talk to a therapist. I mean, I'm a huge fan of therapy in general, and I don't even think you need to have an issue in order to go and talk to someone about life, and it might make you feel better. Anyways, there you have it, friends. Those are my best tips to prevent and deal with being exposed. I do have a free download available for this episode as a little bonus. It's a list of tested and tried companies that deliver discreetly, as well as a list of potential places to hide your stash. You can access this by going to thelittlelounge.com slash 68 download since this is episode number 68. Again, that's thelittlelounge.com slash 68 download. As always, I will link to this in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a fantastic day.